Phenomenon. The movie with John Travolta? Was that John Travolta? It was. Oh, wait. I hear, I hear Scott Steiner. Wait. Where are my freaks? Who was in that movie? In my beaks. John Travolta? What? <laughs> Phenomena? Where? Movie? Who? John Travolta? Why don't you sit here? Because you're sitting there. Yeah, that's his uh, oversight. These morning shows are always the best. Yeah, except we don't have Steve Zabin on this. Because everybody's all... Neither does Bob and Brian. Everybody's I heard real the excited best be story here. on Bob and Brian your review this morning. Oh, okay. So it was a story from Marshfield. A farmer was out fertilizing his land. With his PS? With his machine. His clothes got caught in it. Pulled him in. The machine stripped him naked... And tore his nutsack off. Oh. This motherfucker finished fertilizing, put his tractor in the shed, took a shower, and then was finally convinced to call an ambulance. That's a tough dude. <laughs> I mean, you know the best part about that? I bet he called 911 really calm. Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, so, you're uh, going to have to come look at me. I think it's my family's making a big deal about this. It's just a couple of balls. What the hell? I, know, I don't. I have. I have ten kids already. I don't want any more of these <laughs> bastards. I'm really good with this. Yep. Yep. Torque clean off. So, have you been listening to the one question lines where they just hang up on everybody who tries to? I'm pretty sure that's on either before or after I get off. Oh, it might be. Cause it's like seven fifteen. Yeah, I, eight o'clock. I'm out. So. I don't know. I don't get it before that. Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. All right, Scotty, give us the big intro. Oh, you, ever, you ever do this kind of thing before? Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> do you got the uh, recorder? Yeah, I got it. Okay, then we'll start this thing. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Hey, good morning and welcome to Journey with Jesus. I'm Pastor Sakanak. Oh, wait, wait, wrong podcast. Sakanak? Wrong podcast. That's a different character I play. Welcome to the Ross Family Matters podcast. I think we're up Are we close to 40? I don't know, man. Our, our, past 40. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. past 40. Lordy, lordy, look who passed 40. Yeah, it's going to get We're this. over the hill now. I've you, got there to, you got to in the bank before this, right? Yeah. So yes. this would be 42. Oh, my. Oh, oh so our worst episode in. ever because is theirs. number 40. <laughs> Detroit? Detroit. That was our worst? Trust me. Really? I mean, Trust even me. we didn't want to be there. Well, it was 3 a.m. It must be lonely. It must be lonely. <laughs> anyway, Hotshot Scott Williams joined by Vic the Stick Ross. Sometimes. And, of course... Uh, Jack Spade. We have a very special guest. 
And I don't know, do we do we want to shoot name them or do we want to gimmick name them? Let's, uh, I mean, we're going to fuck it up. Yeah. We'll call them both. Yeah. So throw it out there. Well, w- most of y'all know him as Devlin Kane. Um, some of you might know him as other, just, you call him whatever you want, but don't call him late for dinner. Good morning. I know you. I know you don't feel like being here, and no, we forced you here. But yeah. you know what? I mean, technically, he forced. Yeah, me. that's true. Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. No. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. We're not gay for Riley. So let me ask you a question. Don't jump the shark. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to find out a little bit about you first before we get into the hat, and really, what made you decide you wanted to do this and be around not this podcast because you didn't decide you wanted to do <laughs> yeah that. you don't want to do no this. i still don't want to do this i don't care but what made you want to get into to wrestling is it something you wanted to do from a child on or is it something that you wanted to do later in life from a child on yeah um i remember hearing stories from cousins when i was three or four before i remember playing on the front yard i was always the ultimate warrior when we were wrestling around so. well there you go that explains your shitty work. Yes. <laughs> but unlike him, you're still alive, so that's that's good. For now. Yes. Um, how long have you been doing this now? Like, when what, do you remember your first match? What, what, Who yeah. was your first match against? Who was? Um, it? I was actually a run-in against the fearsome force of an AEW in Eau Claire. That's where we were down at Wausau. Help us out. Who is that? Uh, Mike the Bull Geike. Okay. Natural Todd. What board card his name was? Don't know Salazar. that. Salazar. Okay. Are they still Who working? Who was the fourth? Um, Pete. There was, it was like a curse. They could never keep a fourth. Oh. So there was always... Yeah. That is literally... And that's why I'm so fearful. So it was like the drummer in, in, in Spinal Tap. Or the daughters in Poltergeist. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be one of them. So that was your... And what year was that? Was that... Uh, 2000. 2000. Holy cow. 18 yeah. years it made. Ah. So that's... Few years less than us, really. I mean, I thought uh, it's only one less than me. I was '99, March '99. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Out of all of that, is there a match that stands out through your career that, if you were putting on a compilation best of DVD, what would be the the lead off? What would you put on there first? I don't even know. I couldn't. I couldn't pinpoint one match. I don't think. Alex Riley said it was against him. Well, no, he's, he's a liar. So, you've been. Do you prefer tag matches? Do you prefer. Maybe right now. Oh, there you go. See, that's a big one. Did he shake your hand? He did. Okay. He said that he smells nice, too. He's a bit of a germaphobe. Yeah, it was it was all pounds until we wrestled. Then he was able to actually. I went in for a hug. So. Well, he probably figured you got your sweat on me. <laughs> you went so. in for the hug? No, he did. He's like oh, bringing right. in. So yeah. we went from fist pounds to hugging at the end. So I must have done okay. Nice. Was that for uh, live work? Yeah. At Winona, in Winona, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were there. Did you uh, flip the switch? I did not. Okay. <laughs> what was it like working with Livewire's best friend? Uh, Rhino. Which one? Oh, Rhino. Well, yeah, because I know. I had to, <laughs> no, his best point. friend's name is Terry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Terry. You called him Rhino. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. He was, it was easy to work on. Did you ever work Mike for Mike Thompson? Yes. Okay. What was your gimmick there? I was still doing Devil and Kingdom. Oh, okay. Why was your former tag team partner such a fuckface? <laughs> which one? You know which one. <laughs> Alistair Hopper. DC? Yeah. Oh, that's his name. I don't know. I really... Uh, he was very arrogant. Is his I noticed. Yeah, what's he doing now? Sucking dick. Oh, good. Oh, man. 
<laughs> well, that's what I'm told. I'm glad that worked out for you. I like him. <laughs> Why do you do that all the time? It was. You like everyone. Yeah. Fuck you. I got no heat. He's the Brian of this show. I'm going to get you some heat. <laughs> he likes Jack Blackwell, too. I do. No, he does. <laughs> hey, I do. No, he doesn't. <clears throat> Jack Blackwell's a nice guy. He's just creepy. Hunching around all the time. Is he Jeffrey Jones creepy? <laughs> I hope not. Well, there you go. Um, Buck Zumoff is more. At, so you've done tags, you've done singles. Do you prefer one over the other? I like tags better, to be honest. I do too, especially as I got older. Became a lot better. Out of your three main tag team partners that you've had, right? Three? Three-ish? Is that correct? Yep. So you've had Bonner... And then you've had uh, DC. DC, and then you've had Isaac. Yeah. Why do you hate Isaac so much? <laughs> I don't hate Isaac. Follow-up question. <laughs> Why are all of your tag team partners kind of <laughs> shitty? <laughs> so let's play some name association then. I'll, I'll throw out a name, and you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Like these. Maru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about Maru? I like Maru. I have no issues with Maru. Bullshit. I really don't. Excellent. I really like where I like our tag team. Let me tell you my issue with Maru. Word <laughs> <laughs> association <laughs> lasted one word. <laughs> I won't. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Say it. Oh well, uh, yeah, let's go. Th- well, first of all, he's got a commercial playing on the Grapple Talk Network, telling people not to listen to our fucking show. All right. Man, why to, do you allow that? I already had to run up on Nick Ragnar and tell him what was what after telling people not to listen to our show. Why is that? Why is what? Why is that commercial on there? Nah, it's good. Uh, well, it's because we never were going to have Isaac on the show. Because the office is against us. <laughs> People okay. jump the shark. Another thing is, no, it's, it's reverse psychology. He says, don't listen. We know that Isaac has terrible judgment, so that it means you have to listen to it. Hey, I heard the number one show on the Grapple Talk Network is Movies After Marriage. Is that really a thing? It is. It's really a thing. But it ain't better than us. Well, of course. Okay. Of course. Well, I don't know. I've seen, I I've seen the numbers. Of course but I haven't listened. Not. Have you listened? I tried. She's a bright woman. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Hey, great. <laughs> I proved I was just as bright. What, what <laughs> if she's a trollop? Whoa. Hey. I didn't say she was. Town town. I said, what he, doesn't, he doesn't know her. Yeah. It's all speculation. It's all speculation. She could be the best person in the world. How do you feel about Pound Town? Go ahead. Um, How does Pound Town feel? <laughs> <laughs> Just rewording the question. Uh, I've met her a few times. She seems right. She seems yeah. nice. Yeah. Isaac's happy? I think so. Yeah? yeah he should be terribly depressed. Um, okay, let's go with the next word association then. Right. Um, live wire. Boy. Flip it. Yeah. Flip um, it. He's got a lot of best friends. He does. Yeah, well, that's a good popular guy. How do you feel about him, though, personally? I don't know. I've, I've never had any actual issues with him. Um, oh. He likes to put himself over. Yeah. I thought Coda Jacobs was the politician. Hey. Um, all right, let me see. It's your fault put me on. <laughs> um, how about Horace the Psychopath? Um, I haven't got to see him in years. And he just popped up on my news feed. That's why I brought yeah. it up. Yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was awesome. He came up to uh, Jim's AEW a lot. Well, he worked there before I was there. So. Um, Mike Thompson. 
Um, I ran, I did a few shows for him. He liked to pay like a carload, like five bucks. Mm -hmm. Did he buy you beer with tomato juice in it? No. No. The only shows I ever did, I think, was those Hartford fairs for him or something like that. Oh, right. Oh, like the ones that Chris took over? Mm -hmm. Okay. Speaking of Chris, Chris Hansen. Uh Why don't you have a seat for us, Devlin? Chris Hansen, what happened to that guy? Well, we heard some things over the weekend <laughs> that I'm not really, I'm yeah. not going to put it out Okay, there. but I need to be caught up after so we do I. get done. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. He, like, disappeared and... Well, it's like a Heath bar, except you take out the A and it's actually meth. <laughs> oh. Is that what where you're would, where, would you, where would you hide to have your Heath? You might want to edit that out. <laughs> That's literally the thing I ever did. <laughs> if, you just, if you just blank that somehow. Alright, let's put a Just say it's point. like a Heath bar, except, and then you can just blah. Beep. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, let me think. Math! Uh, how about Bonner? Uh, we've been best friends since we were like 13. Did he want to be a wrestler as a kid too? Yeah. Who was he when uh, you guys were... Uh, well, we were a little older, yeah. so... He was but his, his all-time favorite is Pillman. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. How come he's not working these days? Uh, he had a lot of... Well, his epilepsy got worse. Okay. Uh, I didn't even know he had epilepsy in the first place. I have epilepsy trouble. So he, had few, he had a few big ones and concussions. And oh, Jesus. Then he had that cancer. And he made he the had right cancer? Thing. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, well. Hope he's doing well. Super AIDS acted up. <laughs> um, any other name associations you want to throw out there? Gonorrhea? Gonorrhea. What do you think of gonorrhea? Um, never met. Alright, well good. <laughs> okay. So, we asked about what match sticks out. So, would you say your match against Rhino is the best match you've ever had? What's the best match you've ever had? I don't know. Again, I can't really can't pinpoint that either. But you, you that's no going to be... Which one felt the best? Probably that one. Okay. What about worst? Yeah, what's the worst match you've ever had? Because everybody remembers their worst. Um... See, I remember when D Rock first started behind oh, Jim's eat. bar. In the he knows it. He'll hear it. He'll knows it. Uh, when he was first starting, he he got a lot better than what he was. But yeah, yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. Hey, right? and that means something coming from a guy who was in a program with Youth Gone Wild and the Farmers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we went for. I think he was also in that one, but it was him and. Uh, Oh, he's going to have to ask again, but can't remember the damn name. It was something junior, one of the star's kids, and I can't Tiger think of Tiger Conway? No, and it was for, I think it was for... Um, Ray Mysterio? No. I think it was Hobo for... Hobo Brazil? <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> okay, just scratch that, because I don't remember the name. Oh, yeah. It All was right. really bad. So what's your first memory of meeting the Ross family? SWE. Yeah? No. No? no, I don't think so. What was it? Maybe, but yeah. I thought it was Seven Rivers. Uh, I think we were already in. He was yeah. already, he was in SWE already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With, okay. With Dalton. What did you think of us? Were we just a bunch of assholes? No, I loved you guys. I I wanted to join you, but you're like your your character's too serious for us. Did we say so that? Well, needed. to be fair, I wanted some seriousness. That he was the internal. No. You just wanted to keep your eye on Storm, you piece of shit. Don't yeah, lie to people. Let's keep my eye on Storm. I wanted to be serious on the mic and a chicken shit in a ring. That was what I was trying to go. Speaking of, anybody have their eye on Storm lately? Scotty. 
I, I lost sight. <laughs> Diabetes <laughs> maculization getting to me here. So He had the kid and then never came back, huh? <sighs> well, he had that injury, right? Then he hurt his elbow or his tricep. Snooze to me. I don't talk to people, man. I talk to you right now. At shows, yeah. Yep. So I'll give you a little quick insight. The reason why I ended every one of our promos was I'm keeping my eye on Storm. It was homage to Ole Anderson, who no matter who they were feuding with, the horseman, he somehow was always keeping his eye on Dusty Rhodes, even if Dusty Rhodes had nothing to do with the current storyline. So yeah. that was my... He knew where his bread was buttered. Uh, of course he did. Who trained you? I hate that question because... I mean, it could be multiple. I mean, many people nowadays. Yeah, well, I was. I was who influenced your training? How about that? Well, I went to Eau Claire, so Jim Gandhi's camp. Obviously, he didn't really do any training, but Armani would come up. Horace was there, and then the guys from there. So, like, Armani would come up, and he would bring, at that point, it was Mason, Triple J, so Jackson. Chris and Mason, Mason yep. yep. So, we had a lot of camp matches with them. Horace had a, you know, a little hand in it. So you got a taste of Armani when he was still cantankerous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can tell you a story the very first time meeting Armani. Oh, please do. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So I was just still in training, so I was doing, like, a security gig for AAW. I was in the bathroom pissing. He walks in. He looks at me, kind of gives me a double take, <clears throat> and he says, which which uh, position produces the ugliest kid? I was like, I don't know. He goes, ask your mother. Zipped up and walked out. <laughs> Very first meeting of, of Armani. That's Armani. <laughs> That's Armani, baby. All right. Well, let's move into the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's start with our one of our two segments, What You've Been Got Going On. Realizing that this is probably going to air that first or second week of December. So if you've got things coming up towards the end of the year, this would be the time to talk about them. And we'll start with you, Devlin. What You've Been Got Going On. Honestly, the rest of the year, I don't have any more... What? But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get out there and see what I can find. But anything in January you want to put over? Anything you got cooking there? Um, I mean I know your tag team partner likes to stay home now and not oh come God, out and take books. I wanna I wanna get that that tag team going pretty good, but it's hard to. I could be Samoan. Well, I was going to say, as a rib, we were talking about this yesterday. Alex, <laughs> Alex Riley should get like a a, a, a fro wig okay. and then just play. Uh, Maru until Maru finally gets off his ass and comes back to work. So the savage AC Riley. Yeah. Can you say Mugala? Mugala. Yeah, sounds perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. What you been got going on coming up in December? Let's see. Maybe. December. I've got a legacy. No. At December thirty yeah. first. Oh, then yes. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna pop some champagne. Yeah, we're gonna pop some champagne. I'm gonna pop it on that ass. Woohoo! Okay. God and then uh, you've got RCCW in January? Yes. And then I... Is there a money show in December? Yes. Uh, 28th. December. Really? 28th. Where are all these surprise shows coming from? I'm sure these people send me dates. Mm-hmm. I pay no attention. I believe <laughs> I asked you for the dates. Yeah. And I then gave, you tell me the dates. Yeah, I gave them to you. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. So I'm assuming you've got the same date. Uh, word on the street is <laughs> I've got... Uh, M-I-A-W and Legacy coming up at the end of December. Listen, man, he's got a show on Wednesday. I'm going. I don't even know if I'm on it. There you go. River City, the second Friday of January. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Armani is running at least one, possibly two shows in January because I know he has the big rumble every year. Yeah, the end of, end of January. 
Um, I've got uh, Legacy on the 31st. I got Armani on the 28th. I've got uh, ACW January 4th to kick off my year. Or is it the 6th? I think it's the 4th. Whatever that Friday is, that first Friday. Um, it'll be their first show after their anniversary show, which has already happened when you're listening to this, so there's no need to put it over. Who's That's your favorite anniversary? Who's your favorite midget in pro wrestling? Uh, it's a little person. They don't like that. No, it's midget. Uh, from the ones I met, probably done. You know what? That's accurate. I'm glad it's not Bad Boy Brian. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not ever gonna be Bad Boy Brian. Man, those other midgets are real rough. Still a little person. I wanted to change, just for this, and I'm going to change Maybe. my gimmick name to Scott Midget, so that when you are politically incorrect and ask people who their favorite midget is, they could say, I don't know, it's got to be Scott because his last name is Midget. See? In wrestling, it's midget. It really is. Not in 2018, it ain't. Yes, I know Armani puts that on his, on his marquee, but it's still 1969 for Armani. <laughs> if he could, he'd put the tiniest motherfucker you ever saw. <laughs> Bring the kid. <coughs> Fucking Tom Thumb. Dropping boots. Alright, so you've heard the show? This no. show? You've never heard this show? I, I'm not, I don't I respect your honesty, but despise your honesty. I don't do any <laughs> podcast, really, to be honest. With. Okay. Alright, no, right. well, you're, 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 you're a first time guest. So we're going to ask you the question we've asked everybody since about show 15, maybe? Yeah, know. sure. Who are you gay for? So I answered this one. You did, the, but I was damned if I remember. Yeah. I was drinking. Uh, I said Jason Momoa, I guess, I'd have to say. Okay. Aquaman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a gay. Yeah. All right, that's a good answer. Man. At least it's not, not Jason Momoa. Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman. The, the character yeah. of Aquaman. Because... Jason Momoa is giving it to Lisa Bonet. I just want to know. Okay, I saw the trailers for the new Aquaman. Aquaman was never a badass in the comics. He was talking to dolphins and like riding on their fin. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Nah. You gonna ride a dolphin if you? I mean, I would, but it'd be like Jesus, get off of me. <laughs> dolphins are incredibly smart. Yeah, 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 they are. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks it's it's an interesting twist on the Aquaman character. We're a superhero. In your book, uh, it's Superman. Oh, that's right. You said you said that. son of a bitch if it ain't Superman. Yeah, I also just like Superman. I don't know if he's the worst, but I no, like he is. It's the least thought out process for a superhero of all time. I just give him everything. Right, it just came right, from another right. planet. But he's from here, and now a piece which apparently they blew this whole motherfucker up, and apparently every piece of it fell on Earth. <laughs> every fucking piece of it fell on Earth. And all the evil people find it, and then it gets by him, and he's gonna fucking die. It should just take his powers away. He should just be a normal motherfucker. Yeah. Well, yeah. couldn't you kill him anyway then? Like, well, sure, but then, but at least you have to let him turn back into a, a, a civilian or a human being, and then you could kill him, not just die from the presence of kryptonite. Right. What about that thing in Superman Two where he uh, he got his powers? Are we a, a video podcast and now you're signing for the death? What the fuck was that? Ray, you got in the booth and the Ray No, that was, that was Mr. Roper. <laughs> that was this Mr. Roper right there. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. Fuck him. So, nobody thinks Green Lantern's terrible? I like Green Lantern. Yeah, pretty bad. Ryan Reynolds played him in a movie. Yeah. Have you seen that Which dude's Which was abs? pretty bad. Who's your favorite superheroes? What's fucking Batman? 
I like Batman. I like Batman. I like Batman, but I was a as a kid, I was a Spider Man, Iron Man guy. So I like Spider Man a lot. Yeah, but I I feel like Batman's the dude. Okay. Yeah, because he's banging everyone. Well, not only that, but he's got the best villains. You're thinking of James Bond. Well, those villains crossed over in some of the other DC universes. Oh, I get that, but okay. you don't. So you don't think Green Goblin's quality? For sure he is. Okay. For sure he is. Really but like for him. every every Green Goblin, you've got uh, help me out here, comic guy. Yellow fucking costume, yellow and burgundy. The and, shocker. Yes. Okay, but what about Doom? That was more of a Fantastic Four type of thing. I liked I liked Ron Simmons, but you didn't like Butchery. Butchery no. Butch is okay. What about you know, Woman? I love Butchery. Oh, yeah. I liked Woman. Yeah. You know what was great about Butchery uh, when he went to the WWF and he dyed his roots black? That was fantastic. <laughs> um, other villains that I really liked out of the the Marvel universe though too. I thought Kingpin was great. Even better now on Daredevil. Have you seen Daredevil? Oh, are you kidding me? Vincent D'Onofrio is fantastic. He's amazing. Everything he's, he's ever done. He's a weird son of a bitch, yeah. but he is a great kingpin. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. For villain, I would say Saber 2. Oh, there you go. It's a good one. Although he's not around anymore. But. For the comic books, I always, I always like Craven the Hunter. Okay. I thought that was a good... good not, a, bit. not a fan of... But see, so you talk about Joker's a great villain, but... There are some bad villains in it. Like, the Mad Hatter was pretty lame. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> okay, but Batman had the Joker. Yeah. He had the Penguin. Yeah. He had the Riddler. Yeah. Um, Catwoman, which was more yeah, of she a... she was some kind of, uh, kind of a tweener. She was a tweener, yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking guy, who am I thinking of? Two-Face. Two-Face was Mr. really Freeze. good. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, okay. You know? I mean, he's... Got a that character, but that character was almost bang. destroyed by by Schwarzenegger. Yes. Why don't you cool off? And uh, speaking of which, in that same movie, Bane was made to look like a complete tool. Yeah. He was. He was Jeep Swanson. Yeah. It was just awful. By the way, is it my imagination or did Schwarzenegger's accent actually manage to get worse the longer he stayed in America? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think that's right. It was his body trying to reject the accent. <laughs> <laughs> like the last twenty five years, it's all just been Schwarzenegger at the end of Total Recall when he came. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, one one more before we go into the hat, and this is a teaser for another segment we do at the end of the show. One last word association: Scotty Freytown. No idea. All right. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. This is a different commercial. Ha! You've been hearing the same one forever. Listen, don't listen to the Ross Family Podcast. Don't listen to them. They have had me trapped downstairs for a long time and they won't let me eat. Don't listen to them. Don't! <laughs> uh...
Alright, let's grab the hats and you get to go first. Now listen, I know you've never done this before. No, what is this? But it's real sticky, okay? Why? Oh, well. well they're they're post it notes. No, they're post These are the topics. So we. The way this show works is we put topics that people suggested for us in a hat, and we just pick randomly. So we have no idea what's going to come out of there. Most likely stuff you don't even know Half about. of it's I've wrestling-ish, half of it's just pop culture. Also, I wrote it, so it's pretty much ineligible. Sometimes it's stuff we don't even know about. Or illegible. <clears throat> yeah, that too. Top five wrestling theme songs. Oh, all right. Um, so... I liked Edge and Christian's separate theme songs, not their You think you know me. Yeah. Um, You think you know me. I liked Maven's tune. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Eugene had a good one. Um, Okay, so I know these were ripoffs, and people get mad when I bring them up. But, like, as much as I hated the NWO and think they ruined WCW, they had a pretty tight theme song. It was tight yeah. until you heard it for the sixth time in that... In that hour? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but that was good. So, we'll get into this, because I want all your answers, but I also want you to contemplate this. Better WWE theme song writer, Jim Johnson or the CEOs? Those are the people who are doing a new CFO? theme song. CFO. Thank you. Sorry about that. So, I'm anyway. Jim Johnson. The answer is neither. Oh. Top... You don't have to give a top five. Why don't you give me a couple that stick? That's a hot take. That you actually like when you hear that you would listen to on your your phone as a song. Demolition. Yes, oh, that's a good All-time one. Favorite take teams. Right? You know why that was great though? Because we finally because found you out their learned middle their middle names. <laughs> that's why. Um, Pain and destruction. What about our, What about the Horseman slash Arn Anderson themes? Oh, that good song. Yeah, yeah good. Yep. Yep. Anybody a fan of the old Sting theme songs, like Man Called Sting and the one before that? The instrumental that came out before that, it was just heavy guitar. Man Called Sting. By the way, you could take the Man Called Sting and the Steiner Line song and pretty much interchange the lyrics, and I feel like the background music is exactly the same. You guys know who wrote those? Was it Jimmy Hart? Michael Hayes. Was it? Nice. How about American Males? I can't do the clap right now. My shoulders are killing me. So, Just try. This is going to suck. Ah. Oh, that looks painful. Oh, it hurts going down worse than it does coming up. So, I know it got overplayed. Yeah. Was anybody a fan of the DX theme? The DX, the theme wasn't as great because it's like a Rage Against the Machine ripoff yes, kind of. Yes. But the entrance with the interspersing of the video full screen mm-hmm. and the entrance, that was pretty groundbreaking for that time, I think. You didn't like Maven's theme? Shut up. I mean, it was pretty good all, overall. I'm being serious. You're pushing the Maven Like, Maven sucked. But much like much like a, a certain tag team who we won't name, and I used to tell you that the best part of the, their match was their theme song. <laughs> I think that's the same thing you can say about Maven. That was you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if that's what it was. He won't say it. I will. <laughs> I like Youth Gone Wild. It was a good theme. <laughs> Sunday morning heat. I thought it was Sunday night. <clears throat> Uh, well, the show's I know, I get it. How about, uh, any, any fans of Jive Soul Bro besides me? No. No. Man. No, Come but on. I did like Grab Them Cakes. Come on. Come what on. about Don't Go Messing With a Country Boy? That fiddle was pretty tight. It was catchy. Yeah. It, was. Yeah, it was. It was good. I mean, 
it's tough because you can't really. Are you taking the song at face value as a song, Which and one? whether or not you would? Li- well, I'm just saying generally. Are you listening to the song and going, "That's a catchy tune," or do you have to take into account the person who uses it and the reaction that it elicits from the crowd? Because well, yeah. then you have Hogan's theme, Austin's theme. Well, I'll go one better. Rock. I don't care about what the mouth breather is like, so I don't care what kind of reaction they get. But I think a good way to look at it is, does it fit their character? Like, when you see the guy and you hear the music, does it instantly go, oh, yeah, that works, right? Because there are some times <coughs> where it's like, I don't know what that's all about. I'll give you a good example of that. Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man had a decent theme. Like, yeah. his first run? Uh-huh. With the yeah, whole yeah. Cop yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's, that was, right. that's true. That was yeah. good. What about Goldberg's theme? As it relates to, not, not the theme itself, because it's just, but does yeah. it fit the gimmick? And I heard it on the History Channel once over a World War II dogfight. Okay, so the old the old WCW, before ter- before they got Nitro, right? Jericho's theme I heard all the time yeah. on, like, Discovery Channel and all this, and A&E and all this stuff. Benoit's old theme I heard. And one of them I heard on some softcore Cinemax porn movie. <laughs> I'm like, What? Why is this happening right now? Although, the Hardy Boys theme also did yep. that. Yep. Believe it or not. Really? It was yeah. on a bunch of those History Channel yeah. things. Too. It, was on, it was on a uh, Jeff Dunham uh, comedy special uh, promo. The worst. Yeah. <coughs> Wait, so not funny. Jeff Dunham? Yeah, Jeff yeah. Dunham sucks. Alright. Theme songs. Are there any that kind of stand out for you? Uh, Demolition. Warrior. Uh, Warriors was good. I mean, and it fit his gimmick. And I've always been a fan of The Undertaker, so... The original gong and Fits the, the gimmick. Yeah, it definitely yeah. fits the gimmick. Yeah. And you know what? Kid Rock is just so badass. American. And Limp Biscuit. Well, that... Yeah. I don't really think people... Nobody. Even Undertaker, I think, wants to forget that three... Was it three years under that gimmick? Where oh. he stopped being The Undertaker and started being the American Remember badass. that three-week span where they were calling him Booger Red? That was even worse. <sighs> Okay, fair enough. Now, you mentioned his name, but we didn't really talk about it as being a great theme song, Bad Street. Oh, fantastic. The video was amazing. So, I listened to a podcast recently. I want to say it was the 605 podcast. Okay. And they talked about how in, like, 1982, I guess, is when Bad Street USA came out. Mm Mm-hmm. He recorded that mm-hmm. because they had been using Freebird, and he was afraid that Skinner was going to crack down on him. Right, which as which happened across wrestling maybe 15 years later, but he was trying to be ahead of the curve. Right, which, yeah. and it turned out they actually liked that he used it, and they had no intention of shutting it down. And that's why if you go back and watch, they kind of fluctuate through the years, which song they use. Yes, yes, I do recall that. Because you're right, because it came out in 82, but there's still matches from 86 where he's coming out to Skinner. Right. Um, <coughs> another one that I thought was <coughs> underrated was The Sultan. <laughs> you know, you say some shit sometimes. I could just slap the uh, beaters right out. Everybody of who's listening, go find The Sultan, go find Eugene, and go find Maven's theme, and tell me that they're not at least passable. And then go find a fucking mental health physician <laughs> to help you. What about the uh, what about the heel doink theme? <laughs> that was kind of cool with the slowed down big top music. Where it kind of started out big, 
But the big, like, like the, the, the club music, and then it got yeah, all yeah, right. kind of scary. Yeah. It was all right. What about the, the DiBiase song? The Money Inc. It's real repetitive, but it certainly gets the point across. What about Owen's theme? Which one? When he was single, Owen, when he started feuding with Brett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Razor Ramon had a decent one, too. Yeah, he did. I think <coughs> I think number one for me has to be Austin. Yeah. Just because well, of the... Well, but not the disturbed version, right? No, okay. the regular with the glass breaking and then the, the music because it worked. And it got the crowd reaction immediately. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think the other one from that era that's catchy is Angles. Yeah, I'm sorry. Angles was the Patriots. Oh, Angle? Yeah. yeah. It was the, the Patriots, Patriots first. Well, but... Hogan's was Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda's too, and you gotta put that up there too. And to me, to me, I can't, I can't separate the crowd reaction from the the sure. music. So like Maven's song, it played, and maybe it was a great tune, but everybody sat on their hands. That's just so unfair. <laughs> I think the song's getting judged unfairly. You know who had a real shit song? Who's that? Bunkhouse Buck. No, he did not. No, he did not. You know, I gotta find this. <laughs> no, no, no. Bunkhouse Buck. I, I know I have no internet down here, and I think that's by design. I'll just do it for you. TJ, what's your favorite Bunkhouse Buck match? I got no idea. Because <clears throat> they're all shit. What's your favorite dirty dick? Slater or Murdoch? Um, Slater. Yeah, Murdoch. Oh, it's Murdoch. It's Murdoch. He's a ridiculous person. Murdoch stole his name from uh, a TV show. I'm cool with that. Actually, he didn't because the how's TV this, show came later. But how's this bunkhouse buck thing? Coming? I'm pulling it up. Right. So keep talking about themes for 30 more seconds, and I'm gonna. Well, let's have... let's put actual songs out there. Let's. Eminence Front, best theme ever. <laughs> I'm we sorry. We can't choose our own. I, I'm theme sorry song. if I feel like I'm being biased, but I'm when I. When I heard that song, and I started even thinking about wrestling years ago, I thought that's a good old school heel theme. Made me want to buy a Tahoe. Well, that came later. <laughs> Shut up, man! <laughs> commercial ruined okay. my life. Here's the best song ever. It's coming up right now. Um, the best wrestling theme song in the history of wrestling. Um, it is Bunkhouse Buck, who, by the way, one of the most underrated wrestlers in the history of all of wrestling. <laughs> Um, and I'm stalling. Here we go. You... What oh, happened? This saved, internet down Saved here. by the intranet. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. It's, it'll, it'll keep coming. So, any other theme? Any worst theme songs ever other than Buckhouse Bucket? You guys say this to piss me off. Trying to live the gimmick. My gold, my <laughs> precious gold. Worst theme song? Yeah. Worst. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Billy and Chuck. Ah, okay. Okay. What about the Christian song that started with the opera singers in the beginning? Oh yeah. See, I didn't like that Christian song. I liked the uh, other one. Uh, just close your eyes. 
All right, so let's try to hammer out a top five. Well, we'll put Oosh. Austin Belot. We don't have to rank them one through five. Let's put, I think everybody will agree the Austin thing works. Yeah. Let's put that on there. And I feel like you have to put Hogan's in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to like it. I know. But you can begrudgingly agree. I want the Horseman theme on there. Deal. Yeah. Right. Pastry USA? Okay. Oh, yeah. We just need one more. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy with the wettest hair? <laughs> no. All right. No. What about the NWO? I wouldn't argue oh, that. That's so tough for me. Just because as long as you so don't say NWO Wolfpack. Right? Oh. oh yeah, no. Don't turn your back on a Wolfpack. You'll be in a body bag. Before we nail this fifth one down, how did everybody feel about the Disco Inferno song? Disco Fever. Yeah. Disco yeah, Fever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It fit his bit, man. It did. Oh yeah! Wow, that was hard. <laughs> you could have played any disco song. He's so cocky. Time. He's so cool. <laughs> He's just a disco dancing fool. <laughs> disco fever. Disco fever. By the way, a gimmick that was way out of time in the '90s. <laughs> well, that was the idea. That was the bit. Yeah. He was a goof. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he was definitely for a goof. six fucking years. <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know. I guess probably Undertaker for five. Okay. Original. Yeah. I mean, at Undertaker, NWO, we could kind of interchange that idea, I guess. Okay. We'll call it a tie. That sounds tie for five. All right. All right. Everybody cool with that? Yep. All right. It's settled. Nobody can argue it. No arguing. Right. Broke. Get that. Over to Skizot. That's why they're sticking. <laughs> you think you got I don't remember it. You don't remember it? No. Uh, was this like a hard thrusting softcore porn? Because that seems like a real hard beat to try. This out. was the part where they were skiing down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I fell! <laughs> I'll carry you back. Oh, me too! Oh! Am I inside you right now? That's so weird. That's great. I'm pulling it up, by the way. It's so cold out, but it's warm in there. <laughs> you guys ever have sex outside in the snow? No, mm, no. Mm-mm. Should try it out sometime. No deal. No. Hell <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Ever use ice cubes? The internet. Let's. Can we talk to the office about why the internet sucks? Hey, can we get some business can we get internet some around here? Internet. <laughs> hey, can we get some? Here we go. Tell me that's not a great thing. At least tell me it's not any better than the last one. I think the last place was trying to think from that era when that came out. Someone cruiser weighty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh 
Did he come out with a lot of baby face fire? Maybe I the, was just gonna say maybe the with a lot of baby face maybe fire. Maybe the chick that the guy that hung out with Nitty. That's too Jamie Noble. Too much. Yeah. Too much fire. Maybe Jamie Noble. Maybe he could have made that work. All right. Who would Scott's character be on the Drew Carey show? Oh. Oh, fuck. Um, How well do you remember the Drew Carey show? Not much. So, okay, let me explain it a bit again, because we'll have to explain it a couple times so people get it, right, until we're in the... Especially since they don't listen to the show. Yeah, especially our guests who don't listen to the show. Um, Piece shit, piece shit. So, my whole assertion was I am the... Not only a, a very unimportant member of the Ross family, but so unimportant that if this were a TV show, I'm not even a character that would get in the main title, right? So, for example, last week, the question was, who would I be on Friends? And I wouldn't even be one of the six friends. I'm the guy at the coffee shop who has a thing for Jennifer Aniston, that that sort of thing. So that's that's what we're doing here. Now, as far as, that guy. as far as the Drew Carey show, I remember... His two buddies, Dietrich Bader and and Ryan Stiles, Ryan Stiles, but I couldn't be one of them because right. they were main title characters. And you couldn't be Mimi, right? It could be Mimi. And you couldn't be his brother because that's still too close to the main cast, right? And I couldn't be the couldn't girlfriend be, or the boss, right? So that's so I'm not familiar enough with the show to know the bit reoccurring characters. I just know who the main. Well, character. I can help you out with okay. a couple. All right. Uh, there was the African American security guard. Okay. Who played, uh, who played that character? Nobody. Like you would recognize his face, but I don't know his name. Okay. Okay. And then there was this other um, smarmy character who was uh, doing it with the owner of the department store. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's probably your ballpark. Okay. Well, I don't want to be smarmy, and I want to continue to stay woke, so I'm going to play the security guard. <laughs> All right. TJ, when he started this bit, I thought the end game was to get to the show Growing Pains, where he would declare himself boner. <laughs> but it turns out, no. And if that's the case, he's really long playing it. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. Alright, let's go into the half. Although, to be fair, you know the show Gilligan, Gilligan's Island? Yes. Uh, the professor and Marianne weren't in the title scenes in... in uh, Season one, they were in the after, the closing credit. Correct. Which is weird, because why would you not? Would, were you planning on killing him off? I know who you would be on Gilligan's Island. Uh, the headhunter? The giant spider. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there were headhunters there, right? Ooh, uh, yeah, there were. Huh? Hey, I, I kind of saw this one out of the corner of my yeah. eye. You might want to stay woke for this. Yeah, one. I'm going to have to ask you to stay woke for a uh, minute. All right. I would like to Pez remind everyone... <laughs> Close. Everyone listening, that we do not pose these questions to ourselves. Yep. They are sent in oh, by our listeners. Oh boy. And there's a disclaimer. It's gonna be. Why is Sprite the official soda for black people? Okay. I'm going to go first. <laughs> to try and follow this because it's delicious. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go second and say two things, and one might be taken out of context. First of all, I think LeBron James and the NBA's influence uh, using Sprite as a main sponsor is probably part of that. Okay. Secondly, on a unrelated note, um, the north side of Milwaukee is predominantly black, 
Good luck finding a diet soda in any gas station on the north side. And I only care about this because I'm diabetic. Diabetic. Good luck. You'll get some knee high. <laughs> You'll get some Tahitian treats. Hey, radar, radar. Can you not call the grape soda knee high? But good luck trying to find. You'll find Diet Coke, and that's it. I'm so glad we got a sweet match reference this morning on the I was gonna actually go to the NBA reference too. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's. And I don't think it's the. I don't. And, and first of all, the biggest disclaimer is nobody here is claiming that it's the official soda of Black no. Michael Jordan had a Coke sponsorship, right? Like I know he had McDonald's and Nike, but wasn't it Coke for him? Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Which it makes it's, Sprite right. Yeah. Yeah, Coke is still the main sponsor. They're just using Sprite as... Just like Mountain Dew's a Pepsi product, but Mountain Dew's a standard. Yeah, like the X Games. Yeah. 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 Which used to be Red Bull. Oh. Yeah. And I'm a little bit irritated that they have these new Sprite mixes and these new Mountain Dew ices, but they don't make them in diet, so I can't try them. Like, I'm, I really want to try some of those new Sprites, and I can't. By the way, you mentioned Tahitian Treat, and I just want to point out that that soda is delicious. Well, I'm not saying it wasn't good. Probably caused some of my beatus. It will kill you. Yeah. It will kill you. It is huh. pure sugar. Oh, yeah. So are those Mexican sodas that we find on the south side. The Jaritos. Yeah. See the sugar count nose? Yeah. Pineapple soda? How about, solid. like, for example, we all went out for Mexican food the other night? Mm-hmm. A real Mexican Coke, as it's referred to right on the menu? Yes, yes. So many sugars. Yeah, I am a real I, I am. I am interested in finding out the diabetic rate of the Hispanic community because there's a lot of sugar. Well, they nah, no. nah, they work that sugar right out. <laughs> oh boy, um, what? How is it racist <laughs> to say Mexicans work hard? I didn't say they smell or they steal. Whoa! I Whoa! said they work hard. to African-American community. Me? Yeah, yeah, you haven't weighed in on it yet. <laughs> well, hold on. I feel like we've had a lot of really strong opinions here. And I think there's been a lot of pussyfooting. <laughs> what, what I think is weird is we, we routinely have guests that happen to be African-American, and that question hasn't come up. And now it Until comes now, up now. Yeah. When it, the, the round table is lily white. <laughs> Alright. Hold on, let me see if... Thanks, luck of the draw. <laughs> I don't even know if this is... What's Buck's number? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to call Buck? We're going to call Buck. But, but now, to be fair, friend. here's a disclaimer. Friend. In no way, shape, or form would we ever claim that Jason Masters would ever be an expert on what African Americans do. No, he's whiter than all of yeah. us. Yeah. So, just for the record. Couldn't call Isaac. Could call TC. Call TC. I don't know. Do you have TC's family? Think he's up? Uh, probably not. You can call Isaac on his Facebook, but he drinks Mountain Dew. So you That's because he's a huge... We got a real shot at Buck Brooks this That's because he's a gamer. There's a good chance Buck Brooks is up with his child. This is the first time we've ever night. done a phone in. This is the first time we're trying. No, we tried to call him once before on the show. Then you tried to call the hotline. Hang on one second. You there? Can you hear me? Oh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> What's his number, up? Huh? Hey, we're going to call you on a regular phone. 
Stay right there. Yeah, don't go anywhere. This is important. We're live. Who is it? I called him on Bookface. I was trying to... Oh, Facebook. I was trying to beat the system. So while that's happening, uh, your soda choice, Devlin King. Like if you're uh, I actually like Diet Dew and root beer. So this is going to shock you. I like Diet Dew, but I love Diet Code Red, which is almost impossible to find in Milwaukee. But if you travel anywhere else, you'll find it. Go to soda. Mine? Mine? Uh, Coke. Okay. I know you're a Coke guy. Oh, as well, so. all right. You got it? I'm going to need you to edit this out. Okay. Or don't, because Buck loves strange calls in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, don't edit. 414. Coming next on the podcast, who's calling Buck Brooks now? Yes. Yes. Hey, so you're on the podcast right now. Alright. Yeah, All by right. the way, say hi to our guest, Devlin Kane. What's up? All right, so uh, we've been asked a question, and we need a black person to help us out with this. Oh, come on. I'm serious. You're, you're our expert. The question is, why is Sprite the official soda for black people? I don't know. It's fucking amazing, though. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, that's, that's what I said. There you go. Delicious. There you go. That, that, that's that's. That seems to be all we need then on that. Is it's delicious? There's, there's, there's that. Okay. I, I didn't. I, I don't have. I, I don't have an actual answer for you. No, no, that's a good. No, we'll take it. Not, that's a good enough answer. We'll take it. Do you want to? Does he want to hang around while we? Hey, I want to thank you for being our first ever run-in, and I'd just like to say peace. <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> Season is fun. More fun than you thought it would be. I went deep. In oh. between topic question, how come you didn't come to our cookout, bitch? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to get a. Oh, it's hard to get way. free food. We bought, we bought some Icelandic food just for you. Yeah. Now I know you're lying. We had gefilka fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and All right. Vegas. Scotty, what character would you be on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? The cat. <laughs> the cat. I don't know. That's kind of a main character. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had crabs? Then you can't be Caroline Ray. Okay, let me ask you this. Can you, those who submit these questions, I love them, but can we get some shows that we're pretty sure everybody has seen? That's all I'm asking. Well, those were all, these are all submitted by one person. All right, well, submit some more, but don't dig as deep. Who would you be on the streets of San Francisco? Um, the captain. Who would you be on the streets of Philadelphia? Uh, dead. Oh. By the way, Streets of San Francisco, amazing theme song. Do you remember it? Do. Do, do you agree on this one? You don't like Maven. I don't like but Maven. You, but you like the Streets I of San do. Francisco. Okay. Bongo or Roscoe? Bango or Bango Roscoe. Bango or Roscoe. Okay. Bango, because he can dunk. It's the Bucks, Bucks mascot. uh, mascots. Because oh. that, that motherfucker can dunk in that heavy-ass suit. I, Who's the, Roscoe? The Admiral's orange piece of shit. Oh, it's definitely Bango. Yeah, yeah, Bango. He even had, Bango had his own fucking TV show. Now let me just back up. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> Roscoe as a mascot. The kids love him. I get it. It's cool. The animals are trying to cater to the kids. I don't hate Roscoe. He's not a piece of shit. However, he can't dunk. Bango can dunk. <laughs> How come Bernie didn't make the cut on that? That's question? a good question. Yeah, because I'm a Bernie guy. I like Bernie. 
Yeah, I don't think he can dunk either, though. He doesn't have to. I know. But just... How about Fritz the racist elf from the Packers in the 60s? <laughs> I think we sat next to him in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> we, did. we did. We did sit next to him in Cleveland. I think the black quarterback only wants to throw to the black receivers. This guy, Whoa. this is a this is a shoot. We were sitting next to his Packer fan. Now, he wasn't with our group. We just happened to be sitting next to him. In the first quarter and a half of the game, we made some small talk with him about just generality Packer observations. And he seemed like a normal enough 60-year-old man. Until he said, I don't understand why Hundley won't throw to Nelson. Clearly, he's only throwing to the black receivers. And then we double-took, looked at each other, and then we looked back to correct him, and he was gone. <laughs> and then he made a couple other ones down the stretch, too, and I, that don't stand out, but were also overtly racist. I'm like, all right, well, it's been nice talking to you. We're going to move on from here. So, Yes, that was Fritz the racist elf. <laughs> and still wasn't the worst guy we encountered at that game. No, no, not by far. Cleveland's a real shithole. Yeah, that goes to Scott. All right, where are we at? What do you got on that thing? Um, well, that's the wrong device. We should be pushing, right? Uh, yeah, we got about five minutes All left. Right. All right. All right. All right. The other Jack Spade. Oh, that oh, son of a I bitch. I love this guy. That son of a bitch. You, you go ahead. No. You can find him on YouTube. We, uh, myself and Jack Spade, Milwaukee Jack Spade, we'll call him, were together, and he was like, oh, I'm great at things. We should watch me. I never, oh, first ah, thing, uh, hold, okay. You told me to tell the story. I'm telling right, the story tell exactly how it happened. He's <laughs> a shit. I am great. Let's watch me do things. So he types in Jack Spade Wrestling. And what we discovered was, there's another guy. Was he better? He was not. <clears throat> Damn it. He's doing a Native American gimmick. What? But hang on. The name isn't the only similarity. Oh. He also came out to the zoo by Bruce Dickinson. Whoa. But wait, there's more. He came out with a counterfeit Vic Ross. <laughs> it was a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. It blew our fucking minds. Where is this guy based? Uh, it looked like the East Coast. Uh, we oh. thought I thought we thought like Iowa or something. Because if it's Iowa, then somebody stole your bit. Like Nobody somebody steal. First of all, if you're gonna steal somebody's bit, don't start with mine. Okay. <laughs> Here, let me let me tell you how this probably happened. All right. He's probably at a show for some reason, either wrestling on it, a fan, scouting. If he's from Iowa, let's say he went to maybe a show in lacrosse, or maybe a SW show, like looking to get a booking, maybe sniffing around, maybe he was at a Livewire show, he was one of the eight people there, whatever. And he's like, I really want to change my name, man, I want to like make this gimmick pop. And you come out, and he's like, oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that name. Hey, I gotta, you got to put a Hawaiian shirt on, bro. This, <laughs> nobody's going to... This is revolutionary in Iowa. Boom. A fat man in a Hawaiian shirt, he had a cane. Instead of a pool cue. Yeah. Yeah. And came out to the fucking zoo. <laughs> and his name was Jack Spade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, someone stole that's that. That's fucking Matrix shit right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah or it's like that new Spider-Man movie where you're in just other universes of Spider-Man. Did you see the trailer for this piece of combobulated garbage? You're uh, you're really keeping that really staying woke over there with one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh. by the way, I haven't used it. Haven't used this, is, this is from earlier. Uh, our guest, uh, Devlin Kane. And then you had three good ones. You had, like, two or three good ones? I don't know. All right, well, we'll give you three. All right. Um, I, I'll give myself a couple. I know you had a, a good singer there, Devlin Kane. And then Alex Riley Solid. just for being here. All right. There you go. We're all caught up. Right. Oh, we don't don't forget to we had to save time for our read cool Facebooks. So. Oh yeah. All right. Last one. How great is Pearl Jam? Oh. Okay. Pearl Jam to me, everybody will say how Nirvana was the 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 father of grunge. They're not. Nirvana sucks ass. Nirvana was overrated. Nirvana signed their contract first, therefore Kurt Cobain decided to take the, the moniker of grunge. I'll tell you who their fathers of grunge were. Mother Love Bone, Soundgarden, and Pearl Jam. So anybody who liked grunge and liked what came out of that era um, has to have a affection for Pearl Jam. Well, I don't. I also don't, unless he sings it. So what do you hate about Pro? You don't like uh, Mike McCreary? You don't like a the real lack of enunciation. Uh-huh. And I have a really hard time with the fact that Pearl Jam was like, we're going to fight the system and make sure we keep ticket prices down for you, man. Which they did. Yeah, that's not why they did that. They did that to cut Ticketmaster out so they didn't get their cut fucking taken. Okay, let me let, me let you in on a little secret. Many of the quote-unquote good deeds that famous and people or powerful people or politicians do is usually rooted in what's in it for them. Right. Okay. And I saw right through that bullshit. All right. Just so you know, they're not unique to it. I know. Oh, you mean uh, you mean Illuminati? No. Illuminati oh. has great pizza. <laughs> oh, wait. That's Illuminati. I'm sorry. Pearl Jam, yes, no? I like Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah I know you do. Nope. So I, I do like Pearl Jam. Now, are they at my, in my top ten? No. But, and to be honest, even within their catalog, they're pretty hit or miss. Because on one album, like say the album Ten, for example, um, I probably, half of it I love and half of it I probably fast forward right through and can't stand. So it's not like I by and large buy into their catalog and love everything they put out. But the stuff I like, I really like. You could really say that about anything. What about Yellow Leadbetter? You don't like that song? No? Nah. Nah. Huh? I like when I get to get him up there singing it. <laughs> that was great in Minnesota that day. So, we went up and did a show for RWA in Minnesota. That's accurate. I like RWA. By the way, I got some audio from the show. stroll to the parking lot and I changed my shoes if you will. Okay, yeah. Okay. And when I came back in, I ordered a tasty Corbell and Coke. 
And there was karaoke going And they had Corbell, which they don't seem to have anywhere outside of Wisconsin. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And this guy had a heavy elbow. Okay. Okay. Oh. So I walk in, night. they're doing karaoke. Remember that night? And it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Right? Well, it's karaoke. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. But it, it's important that everyone <laughs> understand how terrible it was prior to me. Gotcha. Okay? Gotcha. And it was myself and Lane and TJ and Monica kind of in our group, and they were all trying to get me to do a Pearl Jam song, but I was still too sober at that point. Okay. So about four drinks in, I finally heard enough requests, and I'm like, all right, fine. So I told Lane, go pick me one out, but kind of tipsy now, so it's got to be one I know. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So he goes and signs me up for it. And at one point, this one table of four people had all gone up and done a song together. Okay? And if I called it the Drizzling Shits... I'd get a phone call from the drizzling shits' mom to tell me that was me. <laughs> gotcha. Okay? Gotcha. So I go up, I do my song, which I dedicated to Tiny Love, because he was there. Do my song. I want to point out, by the way, before I started, I was like, hey, this is going to be off. Tiny Love a Pearl Jam fan? Hey, you seemed to enjoy what I was doing. <laughs> so I warned everybody in advance, this is going to be off. Because they clapped. I said, don't clap for this. It's going to be off. Uh-huh. Do my song. Come back. We're all laughing. I forget who said it. Like, hey, that table over there. They turn one turn to the other. We're like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to piggyback off that, who who do you think was the real uh, fathers of grunge? Uh, I don't care. I mean... Seriously, the only grunge band, the only two grunge bands I I really cared for, and one of them isn't technically a grunge band, would be Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, Stone Temple Pilots not. And uh, one thing about the grunge genre, a lot of dead people in it. Yeah. A lot of dead. Lane Staley. Yeah. Kurt Cobain, thankfully. Um, uh, Chris Cornell. Yep. Yeah, he got illuminati Yeah, he did. Well, hey, you know what? Go against the Clinton Foundation and... <laughs> <laughs> he got illuminati The guy from Slipknot got illuminati Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what happens when you have evil people running for president and you can't understand why... Get ready for it to happen again yeah. in two years. Can't wait. Can't wait. Third party, Politics. people. Third party. We need more than two. Because... Like, go to a restaurant. Would you go to a restaurant? Let me just, let me go on a political rant. Oh, boy, here we go. And this is a good, I'm not, I'm not Democratic or Republican. Well, I don't give a shit. You know what? I am going to love where we're going with this in about five seconds. If go you ahead. go work, walk into a restaurant and they say, hey, what's on your menu today? We have a vegetarian dish and a non-vegetarian dish. Oh, cool. Well, I'll take some chicken. Nope, all we have is pork. All right, well, then I'm going to do the vegetarian dish. Do you have anything with asparagus? Nope, just broccoli. Sit your ass down and pick one. You mean like that time you took me to Detroit and we <laughs> went to a, a restaurant that had ham sandwiches or ham and eggs and don't ask for nothing else? Hold on. There was more on that menu, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. There was, there was sodas. Yes. There were burgers. <laughs> there was, there was uh, beef stuff. sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just ham. There was, like, all the pepper you could take in packets. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Not that one. The one prior that we walked oh. out of. Well, that's why we walked out, because we wanted more choice. And all they had was ham sandwiches or ham and eggs. Right. And we exercised our want for more choices and walked out of there and went to the cool ham sandwich place in downtown. <laughs> we got a lot of pepper. A lot of pepper. 
But anyway, you understand my point. Yeah. There's no major economically developed country that has two choices for government. Well, we've come to the final part of the show. It's my favorite. Did you new pick part. a good one? I picked the most recent one. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead and read. This is from an unnamed source's Facebook. Two ways, two ways I know I'm doing good on chest day. Number one, I feel like my chest is on fire. Number two, name redacted, showing up to a show and call me a big barrel-chested motherfucker. Hashtag hard work, hashtag chest day. The fucking tool. All right. <laughs> um, that's a great way to end our show. I have my suspicions. I want to say thank you to Devlin Kane. Can't wait to see you down the road again in 2019. Are you going to be at any shows, even if you're not booked? Are you going to be at the... got any appearances? You're just going to show up and say hi? I'm going to try, yeah. All right, cool. Special thanks to Jason Masters for being our black guy in the streets. Our first ever call-in. we got to do more of this. We should just randomly call people <laughs> during our podcast. And we got 82 people on the Twitter right now. That's all we need. We need to get to the 100 on the Twitter, and then we'll do the video. I know we haven't brought it up in, like, six weeks. Can you guys share this thing on Twat Machine? All right, good. Can you, yeah. Do you guys have Twitter friends? Yeah. Cool. Does anybody have Twitter friends? Nah. nah. Eh, I mean, I'm trying, but eh, I can't commit to it. I can't. It's hard to commit Twitter's to it. Twitter's the shits, man. Yeah. I don't like the 100-some character bullshit that they restrict you to. We need three social media platforms. Two is just not enough. Um, MySpace, coming back. There you go. So Yeah, news for you. None of you bitches are in my top eight. Ooh, all right. But that, that one bullshit. creepy guy is... Tom. Mr. Tom, Harley? yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for this week's journey with Jesus. Oh, um, oh yes. Um, the Ross Family Matters podcast. Um, I also, I know this, is, this has already aired, uh, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Happy Thanksgiving, Vic Lane. Thanks. Devlin Kane, Alex Riley, happy, Merry, Merry Happy Holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, happy whatever holidays. whatever you celebrate, because that's only a couple weeks away by the time this airs. Um, but more importantly, just be safe during this holiday season. Don't fight anybody over toys. It's just not becoming of you. Order it through Amazon. All right? Don't wait till the 24th. Don't be a douche. Yeah, next thing you know, you're starting your own religion. There you go. You need more than two. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey, you ever fucking the mask? Come on. No. Liar. Well, you should fuck Eddie. You should fuck Eddie Watson in that mask. <laughs>